0: all right so again we're going to be reading mark taylor's prophecy operation let my people go and then we will be praying and uh just seeking the lord's wisdom so i'll just give uh give another minute or so for anyone else yeah, that wants yeah, to fine. join in in the live video and and then uh and then we'll proceed actually I'll start with um I just felt to to read the the scriptures this evening um one of them being second chronicles 7:14 if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sins and heal their land. Amen. And the other scripture is uh Second Chronicle twenty twenty. Hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem, believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. Amen. So that is the that is the scripture that um, I felt like was the Lord's confirmation. Second Chronicles twenty twenty felt like that was the Lord's confirmation on what we were proceeding with. Mm-hmm. Um, that we would believe in the Lord, and that we would be established, and that we would believe his prophets. And we would succeed that uh, whatever it is that the Lord is doing in this hour in and amongst his people, um, that there are prophetic words that have been um, released in days past and they are have a bearing and significance on um, what God is about to do in our, in our nation and um, in the world. Mm-hmm. So... All right, Kim,
1: uh, if you want to go ahead and start us out. So, Operation Let My People Go, July 8th, 2016. The Spirit of, of God says, when Donald Trump is elected, a sign shall be given. The earth shall quake because of who I have selected. It's a shift, a shift in the power structure that is taking place and another sign will be given when it falls without grace. A lightning strike and a great wind shall topple the so-called great monument, and they will not be able to mend. It will be a sign that the Luciferian reign and ungodly powers are coming to an end. I've had it with time and truth that then, when it topples and shatters the capstone the builders accepted, Will be exposed for all to see and the one they rejected who is me for these ungodly powers i the lord god will expose from the illuminati to the gabal they are beginning to decompose for those that speak of myths of wrath to come are creating fanaticism and will go down to the abyss with the
0: cataclysm the spirit of god says the timeline the counterfeit timeline that they have used, you shall see it and how it's been abused for the counterfeit timeline that they have used to lead my people astray will be exposed and seen because my remnant people have prayed. You people who speak with time and truth that bend, thinking you have encircled my body and sealed them in, hoping that, It's now their end, for you are saying they are no longer a threat, for they accepted a truth that bends. Woe to you, for you forgot about my remnant, and that's my surprise, and now it's your end, and it shall be your demise, for the counterfeit spirit compass that is pulling and magnetizing my people, off course as it be, will be turned back by my true army, and pointed true north and back to me. The Spirit of God says,
1: Woe to those that have tried to enslave my people, for now I will topple your so-called steeple. It has stood for so long that beast of old called Babylon for this new world order that seeks to destroy. Forget about my true army that's being deployed. My army, rise up with a shout, for this evil rain is being exposed with clout. My army, my army, rise up and take on this beast, and I, the Lord God, will take him down to the least. For this beast is roaring, trying to intimidate, through assassinations, division, and hate. Rise up, it's time to battle against this beast, with extreme prejudice, and you will terminate. Your supreme commander, God.
0: <clears throat> wow, that is just such a powerful word. It really is.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You yeah, know, I had um, I had asked permission um from someone who had shared a dream with me a couple of months ago. Um. He had shared a dream with me, uh, through his, his wife. She had messaged me and asked me to help them to understand this dream he had had. And, um, as we were reading that I kind of felt like I wanted to share a little bit of that because Mm -hmm. I really feel that where we're, where this is all headed, where these prophecies are headed, um, that his, his dream was significant. Um, and one of the things that the uh, the monument and the the steeple it um, okay. kind of triggered triggered me to, to think about it as well so this uh, there was this this tall mountain or a tower and it was playing the song Amazing Grace uh, he said that the song that the song itself sounded luring, but it felt deceptive. There was a light that was circling around this mountain or this tower, and when the light touched a person, they would actually evaporate and disappear. He said that Jesus was a safe refuge, and everyone was scrambling to find him. There was a map, and some places had found Jesus, and others had not. There was wilderness and Jesus was in the wilderness. He said he saw the name Pontius in a book. Others were scared, but he felt brave and had discernment about what was happening. No one could say where to find Jesus. If they knew where he was, they couldn't say where he was. Um, So... He said he felt like the dream was a warning, um, and I did as well. And when I when I looked up the name, he said he had no idea about the name Plonti- Plontinus. Uh He said it was Plontinus Caesar, and he said he had no idea about the about the name. He had never heard it before, but it, it just appeared, appeared in mm-hmm. this book. When in this dream, well, when I did a little bit of digging, um, it ended up that I um, can. It ended up that he was uh, someone who believed in neoplatonism. and that is um, it's kind of like a. It's in, it was defined as a strand of Platonic. Uh, philosophy that emerged in second century a d against the um, background of the Hellenistic philosophy and and religion and um, it was basically like they were philosophers they they their religion was philosophy they believed in the one they didn't actually believe in God okay mm-hmm. but and I was kind of like well, well what does that have to do with anything well then I ended up finding that this, um, this Plontinus, he actually had influence on Augustine and Augustine had a huge influence on the emerging Catholic church. So St. Augustine. On, yeah, St. Augustine, mm-hmm. um, he actually, he had converted to Christianity but he brought so much of his paganistic beliefs to um, the church it. so that a lot of the things that came forth in the Catholic church had a lot of paganistic over tone mm-hmm. to it. Like it, it looked more like, um, paganism than it did the early Christian church did. Mm. So, so I felt like, What I was interpreting in his dream was the fact that that the Lord was pointing out to him that there was there were people who were being lured because, you know, there was the song Amazing Grace that they were hearing. They were being lured into a false religion that led to death and that the roots, the roots to what had invaded the Christian church and was um, had brought forth. Catholicism was this Plotinus Caesar uh, oh. and his uh, neo neoplatonism um, beliefs and the influence that he had on Augustine you know so we don't realize that a lot of these things that that we believe are actually you know so when he rooted says in, in, this, in this yeah yeah so much of it is rooted in paganism because while Augustine claimed that he had converted to Christianity, he did not put his paganistic beliefs aside. He blended his paganism into the church, and mm-hmm. he was, you know, he believed in the in the Lord's sacrament and the Lord's supper and things like that. But he put a twist on it. He put a spin right. on it. And so now and we know what God thinks about not, that. <laughs> and yeah. Look at Moses
1: with the people that created aisles mm-hmm. and, create, and was trying to bring paganism back in here they had been brought out of. And, um,
0: wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that was, and he had also, and I forgot to write it down, but it was like, um, he's, this, this person has been learning, uh, has been learning like the, the Amish Dutch because he works with a lot of Amish people and mm-hmm he said in the in the dream, the word for hellfire was written on this paper in this Amish Dutch that he had been learning so so he really felt like this this dream was a warning, and of course he too was someone who had um escaped the grips of Catholicism. he was raised Catholic mm-hmm. and um you know, had been baptized and filled with the Holy Spirit, and had an amazing experience that way. And then God gave him this dream. Mm. Um, you know, and and so like when they talk, when he talks in here about the that um, now I will topple topple your so-called steeple. You know, those steeples in the in the churches that was not you know as beautiful as those churches may be. They're not they're not what God intended. Mm-hmm. it's a twist. It's a twist on things, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I, I really believe that there are some people who are so steeped in deception that they just, they don't even realize because like we said before, this is just the way we've always done it. This is the, just the right. way we've always done it. And I, I think like the conversation that you and I were having before we came on live, mm-hmm. where it's almost like you just, you, you almost... I kind of feel like the Lord is saying to me right now, have compassion for them, because just as it's very hard for you to accept Mm -hmm. these new revelations that are being given to you and being put before you. That's how Mm -hmm. they're going to feel when God puts his finger on the fact that they've been deceived. Um, You know, and that's something... um,
1: Pastor Pat has said, and I want to make sure I get the way he says it right, or I say it right. What he said: um, mm-hmm. as far as unbelievers, or as far as those that are deceived, they've never been where you are, but you've been mm-hmm. where they have been. Meaning, right. just like what you just said, they've never been where we are. They don't have that knowledge and understanding we've been where they are not having an understanding and how much greater should we have compassion on those that just don't have that knowledge. Right. And right. I'm just like, wow, that is powerful. It's important to never forget that we came from a place without understanding, without revelation. And mm-hmm. absolutely Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be tough for them to digest at first. And we have to be willing to have compassion for mm-hmm. those who may have been living in deception that that just like we were talking about last night um, that it's the way that you deal with people in a loving and right. gentle manner that brings them to understand that God is a good God, and it mm-hmm. is his it is his goodness that leads people to repentance. It's not us standing outside of abortion clinics with picket signs screaming at people it's showing compassion and love and and being feet washers that's going to bring these people out of this deception and you know and first and foremost jesus said they will know you are my disciples by the way you love one another so we Mm -hmm. can't be backbiting and and treating each other horribly You know, there's a, there's a, there's a reason why God's, you know, why Jesus said all these things. There's a reason why he had these expectations and not because he wanted us to strive and strain and put on a show, but because he was like, you've got to be the real deal. You've got to be the real deal. If you want to see people set free, you've got to be the real deal. You're not going to be able to fake this. This is what you're going to look like. And oh my gosh, that is so hard, <laughs> you know, doing all the, the things that he's commanded us to do. We need him. We need him to be able to do that. So, you know, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, I, I really feel like that's um that's a huge that's a huge thing that we have to keep in, in our mind going forward is that we have to be willing to embrace people where they're at. We have right. to help them, help them in the midst of their struggle with the truth, you know? Because like, mm-hmm. like we were saying, you know, I'm going to watch this stuff and I'm going to listen to this stuff and right. oh, I got to, I got to do my homework and I've got to, you know, right. because this is hard, this is hard, but that's right. where they're going to be at. They're going to be right. like, but I was, I was born into the Catholic church. I was born into this and, right. and this is all I know. And, and this is scary. I don't. I feel like you're deceiving me. I, I feel like you're mm-hmm. I feel like we're doing something wrong. And and it is. It's gonna be very painful for them. And uh, you know, I believe that we have to be well equipped. Mm-hmm. Um we have to be well equipped in, in spiritual warfare and deliverance mm-hmm. in order to set people free from the lies and the deceptions that they have been uh mm-hmm they have been steeped in all their lives, yeah. you know?
1: And totally in tune with discernment with the Lord as far as what to speak and what not to, because we could word vomit <laughs> when you're passionate oh, about yeah. something and excited about something oh, yeah. and you just want to, you know, even think about your first love when you first got saved. Like I just wanted to bring my Bible everywhere and tell everybody, you know, and yeah, nobody else was as passionate as I was and everything I was filling out, Ooh, they didn't they couldn't get grasped. And so it's knowing uh-huh. how much to speak, how much to say, where to leave it, where to, you know, um let them digest, help them. So it's really takes um mm-hmm. that abiding in Christ so that we know what to speak, what not to speak. And not in the right. because we're trying to hold things back but we're saying, Okay, I've got a, there's milk and there's meat and you're not ready for the meat before you can get the milk. Um, right. An instant, you know?
0: Yeah. 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 And I, you know, there's the, I had done, like I was telling you, I've done this, uh, I did this interview with, with Mark Sowersby and I'm so excited to be able to release this interview because his, His way of talking about things like, um, you know, forgiveness and walking, walking things out is it's refreshing because I think sometimes we want to we just want to like, you know, throw down on people and be like, we're just going to cast this out of you in Jesus name. And they're just going to have this instant and they're going to get over it and they're going to move on. And then when they don't, then we want to we want to analyze. We like want to super analyze, like why they're not able to forgive. And but he said it's a process. He said there's mm-hmm. there is so much about how God works us through a process, and and that the evangelical church really has done injustice to the process. Mm, you know, because yeah, we think it should be
1: this instant.
0: Yeah, and it's not that God can't do that. It's not that god he can't touch somebody but his his he will touch somebody and deliver them of something but then there's going to be 20 others that he has walked through the process Right. and um you know i believe that there's a lot of people that are going to come out of these religious institutions and there's a brainwashing that's gone on and we have to be sensitive we have to be willing to have the compassion of Christ, Mm -hmm. um, for these people. And we have to be willing to walk them through a process. We can't Mm -hmm. just think that we're going to, you know, we're going to get them to say a certain prayer and then suddenly they're just, they're not going to be influenced by that religious spirit anymore. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, the the remnant, the army that God is raising up right now, we're we're being taught in the secret place how mm-hmm. to how to love people well and, and how to be willing to walk them through uh the tough <clears throat> stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. That's important. It's huge.
0: Amen. Amen. All right. What do you want to start us off in, uh, in some prayer? Absolutely.
1: Lord, I just, I thank you yet again for your revealing of your word to your people that we're not left out here to fend for ourselves, but you are a God that is in touch with your people who lead your people. And so we thank you, Lord, for these warnings. We thank you for the encouragement that you speak forth in your word, that you are raising up a people, that you're raising up an army, Lord God, and that you are casting down strongholds. And and so Father, we just we thank you for revealing those things. Lord, just help us to be consistent in our prayer life. Lord, in our prayer life that we are speaking to the things that you've pointed out and praying for your will to be done, Lord. Lord, this country is in a pivotal place right now that, um, Lord, it's important for your people to stand and intercede Mm -hmm. and to break down walls and break down barriers so that your will can unfold on this earth in America for your people, for your church, Lord God. Help us to detach from things that have caused us to not be um, successful as a church body, maybe those things that have been just passed down for generations that we've done out of um, tradition, or we label it tradition, but it's paganism. Lord, we help us, reveal those things to us, Lord, you're a sensitive God, that you're gentle when revealing things. And so Lord, reveal those things to us in your timing, help us to align with your truth. And yes, just Lord. thank you, Lord. We thank you for what you're doing and we trust you. We believe that you are a good God who is good to your people. Thank you, Father.
0: Thank you, Lord. And lord i ask that you would pour your spirit out upon all flesh mm-hmm. and that we would we would be awakened to truth and righteousness in such a way that it would leave a bad taste in our mouth for the things that we want settled for in this world lord mm, yeah the cool things on. that the things that we were willing. <clears throat> to consider, you know, it would be the difference between eating ramen noodles and a good steak dinner. Mm. And once we have a taste for the delicacies of heaven, that the things of this world would be a complete turnoff to us. Yes, and we Lord, just wouldn't no be able back. to settle. Yes, Lord. That we would not be able, we would stick our nose up to the things of this world, that we would not have to fight. We would not have to fight against these temptations. Mm-hmm. And we would not have to fight against, you know, turning off the TV or, you know, not, not wanting to be entertained that Lord, that, that if there's people that are struggling with addiction, if that they're struggling with mm-hmm. pornography, that they're struggling with lying or cheating, Lord, that they mm-hmm. would they would get a taste of you, that they would taste and see of yes, uh, your Lord. goodness, and that it would leave a bitter taste in our spiritual mouths to yes, even Lord. touch the things of this world, that we yes, would not Father. be satisfied. We would not be satisfied with eating the dirt cookies anymore, Lord. We would not be satisfied with the things that just gave us a sated appetite, but that we would be so hungry for the kingdom of heaven that we would chase after you more passionately than we've ever chased it after anything of this world. Yeah. And out of that God, out of that will be birthed everything that we need because we find everything that we need right there in you. Mm-hmm. You are the answer to everything. You are the answer to everything need lord god you are the answer to every prayer that we have ever prayed you are the answer to every tear that we have shed into our pillow at night lord you and you alone are worthy of all honor and all praise and all the glory Mm -hmm. and we want more of you we just want more of you that's it we just want more of you pour your spirit out lord Pour your spirit out. Yes, Lord. Satisfy our hearts, Lord.
1: Yes, Father, as we desire more of you, Lord, will desire less and less of the things of this world. Yes. Those things that once drew our attention away will no longer be a temptation. So, Father, we ask that. Lord, fill us. Fill us to overflow with your spirit, with your presence. Lord, so much so that it washes away all those things that have occupied our time and our mind, our space, our spirit, Lord. Lord, we thank you for what you're about to do in our lives, taking us deeper and deeper, step by step, Lord.
0: Just come and have your way, Lord.
1: Come and have your way. Yes.
0: We thank you for your truth and your righteousness, Lord Jesus. We thank you that it's a finished work in you. Good wins. Good wins. You've already won this war. We're just fighting battles right now, Lord. Mm. We're just fighting battles. But you have won the war. We know the end of the story. Help us to to live our lives like people who know the end of the story. Mm. This isn't a (laughs) nail-biter. This isn't a nail-biter. This isn't like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? No, we know. We may not know minute to minute what's going to happen, but ultimately, we Mm. know what's going to happen. Jesus, you won this. You are victorious. You... You are the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, and you are coming back again. You're coming back for your people. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Mm. Yep. He is coming back. Come on. It might not be today, might not be tomorrow, but. He's it's closer and closer
1: every day. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Oh. Wow, well,
0: Yeah, yeah, that was good. Okay. Well, well look then tomorrow, to tomorrow night.
1: Yeah. On to the next see. prophecy and see what God speaks and reveals.
0: Yeah, yeah. Same place, same time.
1: That's right
0: lots of love to everyone have a great rest of the evening and we'll see you tomorrow see you tomorrow